So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Thanks for checking out the Sports Kid Wrestling Podcast. If you want even more from us, get Vince Russo reviewing Monday Night Raw every single Monday night, Dutch Mantel covering AEW Rampage and SmackDown, and the biggest breaking news with you, the fans, talking about it five days a week with Top Story, all on this podcast feed. Johnson is back. Apparently at some point, hopefully soon. Yeah, we'll get into that. Don't worry. Share the link. You stink, C Nation. It's Sports Kita Wrestling. Top story of the day. John Cena might be coming back for yet another summer of Cena. Is that what we're getting here? We'll get into it. Plus the latest on the drama-rama backstage in WWE with Sasha Banks and Naomi. We do have some new information on them. Double or Nothing is coming up here at the end of the month. And All Elite Wrestling reportedly is going to introduce two new championship titles to the promotion. Lana and Nia Jax, they've been out of WWE for quite some time. They're returning to the ring in a different promotion. And that isn't all. We have a little bit of a tease. That's Tommaso Ciampa. And that's former NXT superstars, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano. And what was he teasing today at Disney World? We'll get into all of it. You better share the link or you stink. I'm going to call your parents and tell them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Why are you threatening you're a these big... good people with, put, you know, with putting them in detention and, and punishing them? I have to threaten them. I so say you get people to do things, Jose. Watch out, watch out, watch out. If they don't watch out, I'm going to be watching watch them. Watch out. Night. There we go. Uh, Jose G right there uh, with you. Jose underscore G underscore official on the Twitter machine. Uh, this man, Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if he asks, going to be streaming live tonight on Twitch at 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern, right after AEW Dynamite. Go check out our Twitch channel. We're going to be doing Getting Over with uh, with Twitch right there, playing 2K22. You get to determine. It's not one single general manager. It's a collective manager. You are the collective, and you will manage our, <laughs> our, our failed SK Wrestling Federation. Uh, we are going uh, uh, <clears throat> to take over SmackDown with Lord William Regal, and we're going to take on the dastardly shane mcmahon on monday night raw and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put together a roster to tear him down let's get right into it john cena john cena reportedly is talking about another wwe return we saw him last summer uh the summer of cena was certainly a kick in the pants for wwe right as they got back into a full-fledged return to the road with live events both non-televised and televised and of course, concluding the summer season with a big return to Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium, where they had a huge crowd there, one of their biggest crowds since returning and, and starting off the real idea of uh, WWE doing their big quarterly events at stadiums. 
John Cena is a huge superstar. He's, he's a part of a bunch of different film properties. Since then, Peacemakers come out as one of the biggest shows on streaming platforms on HBO Max and has been credited with really getting people to stay on HBO Max. It's probably one of the most watched TV shows of the last year. So he's had a massive year. And uh, oh, yeah, John, Roman Reigns kicked his ass at SummerSlam. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But when he came back to WWE last summer at Money in the Bank, it was a big deal. It was a huge deal. I remember that post show we did for Money in the Bank last year. It, mm -hmm. Even if it was just for a little while, it's still John Cena. And what are the details on him coming back for 2022? <clears throat> he uh, spoke with Adam Glenn with, of Adam's Apple, and it was asked if he was hopeful to be back in the ring very soon. He says, oh, soon. Uh, I, know w I know in WWE I turned 20 pretty soon, so that's a pretty big thing. From a pretty story class of folks, Batista, Randy Orton, and Brock, we all kind of turned 20 this year, so I'm aware that that's coming around the corner. And who knows, but it's one of those hard truths to bear. There's a lot of cool stuff going on. I don't want to say no to any opportunities that are on my doorstep, so I do not know when I'll be back, but hopefully it's soon. I've been gone for too long. Certainly interesting here, guys, right? Uh, Jose, I mean, you this get John be... Cena back. You can't just put him back in the mix with Roman Reigns. You already did that. No. Uh, what I do think, you do? Uh... I think the, the the right thing to do now would probably put him in a program with Austin Theory, since Austin Theory is that, that next chosen guy by Vince McMahon. He's the youngest United States uh, United States champion in WWE history. So I think uh, uh, maybe a program, a short program during SummerSlam, could be uh, could be interesting. You know, maybe what what's before SummerSlam? Uh, we got Hell in a Cell, right? Money in the mm -hmm. bank. Money in the bank. Okay, so we got. So maybe he does what he did last year. Comes out, at, you know, at end of the money in the bank or at the end of uh, Austin Theory's match, and then he starts building up a program with Austin Theory, or maybe the the Raw after Money in the Bank. But nonetheless, it could be a summer of Cena thing. It just depends on what obligations he has in Hollywood at the moment. And from what I understand, he's not going to be turning down any great opportunities that are going to be put in front of him. Uh, yeah, I mean. Can you when you can get a John Cena on your show, you should get him, even if it's just a limited thing. Last year, I think they got a lot of John Cena. You got to have him on TV. He didn't wrestle. What did he have any matches on TV besides the return, or was it simply just the pay per view match at SummerSlam? Nah, it was because he wrestled live events. He wrestled he, live events. Yeah, I only think he only did promos on TV. But still, it made it, it made a difference. It's John Cena. You know, uh, Jay Feliciano knows Cena edge. That's what he wants. Whoa, that would be cool. Mm -hmm. What John Cena match do you want in the comments? If you're watching on demand, if you're sharing the link, you stink. I want to know what John Cena match do you want to see in 2022? Is it a match with theory formerly known as Austin? Is it a match we've never seen him have before with an established mm -hmm. name? Or is it a, a, a reignited one like the classic mid 2000s there? Him and edge would be something special. You could have, <clears throat> you could have him uh, team up with a Cody Rhodes to take on Judgment Day, maybe. That'd be interesting there. That'd be, that would be yeah. something. Uh, let us know what you want. Uh, I will be going through the comments after the show is live, and we'll, we'll, I'll stay in the conversation with you guys. Please. Uh, we have plenty of people talking to our, us last, yesterday after we were live, too, so keep the on-demand stuff going here. Uh, here we are. This is a big story for us yesterday. This is the talk of the wrestling world, and it will be for some time. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi walk out on Monday Night Raw during the live show. Uh, there's been more speculation. Fightful Select always having the feelers within the industry with sources uh, behind this behind the curtain, uh, both within WWE and outside of it. And they've gotten a consensus report here. And basically, um, there is no one specific type of take on this backstage uh, from anything. They, the, most people understand why WWE put a statement out. I think I think that's kind of understood now in the social media age. They felt this is different. 
You know, when this happened in the past with Austin or somebody else, it was a completely different circumstance. When it happened even with CM Punk, I think it was a different circumstance because they thought he would come back, right? We don't know. We don't know what's going on with them at all. This is still such a fresh story. It's less than 72 hours old here uh-huh. or just over that. Uh, so the consensus tends to be uh, they, they feel for Sasha and Naomi, other performers, both within the company and do, but they simply don't understand why they had to do this during the show before the match. You want to walk out, do it after the match. Uh, and I can say from talking to people I know that aren't near the WWE picture, uh, that are involved in the independent wrestling world, that that was kind of consensus too. Some of those people were people that have done some work in WWE uh, and a third-party context or you know through other things, and they, they kind of had that idea as well. Uh, they just don't understand why this had to happen during the show. There's still so much we don't know about this, though. Yeah, and uh, and uh, Sean Rossap on the uh, Fightful Select report says, contrary to other reports, they have spoken to numerous talent in and out of WWE, and they have been supportive of Naomi, Naomi and Sasha Banks and the duo in general. So contrary to what Brian Alvarez had said, um, however, the uh, however the much population lies in the not being happy with creative is fine, walking out is fine. But of course, as Kevin said, they mentioned walking out during the show is not fine. A uh, ton of talent from outside the WWE reached out and uh, with those that didn't watch Ron, wondering if it was a work to quickly realize it wasn't. Uh, I believe Jimmy Smith also came out uh, earlier today, said this is not a work. A lot of people just want to go to that card immediately. Uh, Jimmy uh, decided to dispel that and also kind of uh, he had an interview today with somebody. I can't remember what who, but uh, kind of went through what was going through uh, as it played out live uh, um, for that. Um and so uh, one person close to the situation believed that the statement WWE put out during the show was a way to pit those talent against each other, but also believed that it, uh, that all that were involved would be quick to reach out to one another to clear up any misconceptions. So they were saying that WWE put, put that out there to uh, basically make them look bad. Uh, also worth noting that um, the uh, the collection of uh, staff that they were able to hear back from Fightful Select being able, being able to hear back from no way it reflects the entire locker room or every talent as, and that also they ended the report with that They have still not heard directly from Naomi or Sasha regarding the situation. There's so much we don't know. And I know there's so much people want to know so quickly, but we're there's not so going many, to. There's so many people putting this information online. Like, uh, like today I saw a few posts. Oh, that's a reason that, they left uh, WWE or walked out is because they're going to be showing up tonight at AEW. Like, <laughs> guys, you need to get that out of your head. They're still very well under contract in WWE. So mm-hmm. do not expect any of that to happen. Um, I, I read I read that report as well, uh, Jeremy, from Sean Ross Sapp. And what I found interesting was the take of, well, you know, she wasn't going to be utilized anyway, so why stick around, right? So... I, I kind of get that point of view. Like, if you're not going to use me, I'm just wasting my time here. You know, you're not going to put. Wait, me how are they me. not being used? I don't know. Well, she was initially supposed to be in that six pack challenge, but then it got changed at the last minute, so she wasn't going to be involved on TV at all, anyways. So I can understand her mentality is like, listen, I showed up to work, but if you're not going to put me in the match, if I'm not going to work, why be here? I'm wasting my time. I, I thought the change was a result of them leaving. Yes. Well. The the match was changed. Yeah, it was a six. They pack. walked out on the show. Yeah, yeah it, it was, was a six pack original. Okay, so uh, okay, I got it the other way around. Got it. Yeah, Sorry. originally it was a one on one match. 
that was changed to a six pack challenge. Then they had to change it because it was still a six pack challenge when, when Sasha and Naomi left the building. So then they had no choice than to scramble and come up with something. And that's where they landed on Becky and Oscar. Uh, interesting intake here from someone who certainly understands the WWE creative process. Uh, you can watch the most recent episode of unscripted is up on our Facebook watch page. I'm going to get that up on our audio podcast feed as well. And it is on our YouTube and that is with road dog. BG James, Brian James, who for a long time was a part of the creative team for WWE and WWE NXT for a long, long, long time. And certainly understood the process of changing matches on the fly or announcing a match and then altering it on TV to add something else to make the show more compelling and add something at the end of the show. So from the beginning of minute one of the show to the end, you have something that fans are going to stake around for, right? You play on a short attention span. So when people get mad about, oh, well, WWE changes matches all the time. Why is it? I've heard some people say that. Why is it a big deal? No, it's a big deal because all of the talent and the producers and the team producing the show, they know a match is going to get changed if that if that isn't scary. Exactly. They understand that, and they're going to play that play that's been given to them from the top. If you go and change that, you screw over everyone else who's producing the match, not just the talent. Camera crews, commentary, everybody. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? One big domino effect. On yes, it. totally it's one big it. domino effect. And the, my thing is, I just don't get why this had to happen during the show. I really don't. That's a power play. That's a hundred percent power play. And I just don't like. And I, I feel for them, and I understand if they were upset and they felt like something was promised to them, and all these different things. But I don't think it's controversial to call it unprofessional. I don't think that's like a bad take to like look at it and see it that way. Um, but I also feel for them and they're creative and they wanted to do something different. You know, um, if, if, if you you can't start a fire and then uh, be angry when the firefighters come to uh, put it out, you know what I mean? Like, like, I'm just, I'm just, that's, that's all I'm getting at. You know what I mean? You can't have it both ways, you know? Uh, so you key a car, people are going to know you did it. <laughs> like, you like, they're going to, they're going to know who did it. Well, you know? I mean, if there's one truth to anything, Vince McMahon has always said that there is no one bigger than the WWE. So, and there's no one who can't come back to the WWE because there's other people who've done this that have come back to WWE. There's people who brought them to court that came back to WWE. Mm-hmm. And what's to say this re- is real? And all right, let's make some money. <laughs> you know, like, like, all right, let's figure something out here. Let's the, make the, some money. <clears throat> the ultimate measuring stick is if Ultimate Warrior can come back to the WWE, anybody true. can come back to the WWE. Very true. And that's the exact example I'm putting on here. Easy Attack with a super chat here. You want to guarantee you get on screen? Obviously, we put everyone hey, on Chris. Screen, but we always appreciate it. Easy Attack here uh, sending in a <clears> super <throat> chat. So am I supposed to believe that suddenly WWE cares about false advertising? Shout out to my homies, Jeremy and Jose, Chris Ely. Well, here's the thing. I know false advertising people say, oh, they advertise matches and they change them all the time. That's true. But the difference is, I'm looking for a pen. They have the pen. They have the pen. And they can change it however they choose because it's their show and they've created the platform that you're tuning in for. I, I think the false advertising thing doesn't really matter as much when you it, it, when you bring in social media, you can watch it on demand. It changes on demand. I think 30, what he's getting no, at. Not, I, I got to finish my point. 30, 40% of the audience does it and watches it at different times. They produce a ton of different content. But I agree with the false advertising thing. Another thing is they announced this match at the beginning of the show. So it wasn't exactly a match they advertised. The problem is you, you impacted other people on the show mm-hmm. in an unprofessional way where they had to scramble and do something while they're live on the air that they should not have been put in a position to deal with. That's it. That's it. And you could be upset about it and you want to walk out. That's fine. I'm, I'm not debating whether or not you have the right to do that. I'm debating the consequences of your actions. Is that fair? 
Yeah, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, all right, double or nothing, AEW. This is coming up here uh, last weekend of the month in Las Vegas, Nevada, and it will conclude with the Owen Hart tournament for both the men and the women. Tonight we will get the Jokers revealed and some brackets, and we have some news about that. Could that involve some NXT names or former NXT names? We'll get into it here. But uh, reportedly, they're going to introduce new championship titles. Championship titles. I can say that word correctly. Championship. Championship. Tell me about these new championship titles, Jeremy. Well, it looks like uh, each winner of the Owen Cup is going to have a championship. Uh, one's going to be black and one's going to be pink to represent the colors of Owen Hart, of course, and uh, his brother, Brett. Uh, it is unclear, though, if these are going to be defended like normal championships or kind of be like uh, MJF's diamond ring. A king uh, of the ring. You have a trophy. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you got MJF's diamond ring, but <clears throat> that's never really... He never really wrestles for it. Uh, you know, he doesn't put it on the line for anything. He just holds it for a year. So it, it, it's uh, unknown what they're going to do with those. Uh, those, of course, um, you know, there, there's you never know, because uh, if this is going to be a yearly thing, um, it, it would make sense to maybe have last year's winner pass it off, kind of like a green jacket that they do at, at, at the, the Masters. Uh, you could have last year's winner present the good idea. I actually really like that. Like every winner has has that belt, but you never really mm -hmm. have to defend it. Like it's just an honorary thing because you won you won that. It's, a, it's like the green jacket at the Masters. Yeah, yep. it's exactly what what Jeremy just said. Yeah, I think that's a great mm -hmm. idea. Maybe this is just, this should include a pink and black jacket with the pink and black belt. There you go. Little little. We're getting into aesthetics, everybody. Little Everyone's sport good. coat. You get some belt marks complaining about colors and fonts and leather and, and all those different things. You're going I don't like road. that sans serif on that title belt, Kevin. How dare uh, you choose that font? So it looks like uh, Tony Khan had made the belts quite a while ago. Um, he also said he has more championship belts in his possession that have not been unveiled, which to me uh, definitely screams trios championship. Because, uh, I mean, for a lot over a year, they've been posting trios records on the uh, lower third so uh I, i'm guessing that is guaranteed to be your next title to be unveiled uh but yeah i think uh i think this is going to be more of a like the diamond ring like a presented type of trophy deal we don't know for sure but it'll certainly be interesting <clears throat> you know i mean they have a ton of content even that, though doesn't uh, make would... sense to have, have these defended really yeah that no mean... no but i do like the idea kind of like comparing it to the masters where the winner gets that mm -hmm. trophy and then same thing year year after year. Two former WWE superstars are getting back into the ring. This will be interesting. Uh, Lena, a.k.a. Nia Jax, CJ Perry, a.k.a. Lana, returning to the pro wrestling ranks over in the U.K. What is the latest on that? Uh, it's a uh, wrestling promotion called WES, created by the Authors of Pain, now known as the Legion of Pain. Good uh, change in the name there, um, <clears throat> which uh, Ooh, actually what a gimmick infringement. If you look at the uh, card, it's it's a pretty damn good card. Um, it is a pretty good card. I saw that. Yeah, I I thought I had a link to it, but I lost it. A um, lot this of still lot... is weird. This still that we have of Lana and Naya in the ring. It looks like it looks like Lana has like there's a bug in my hair. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Like, I understand she's about to put a hold on her and probably, like, rip her trapezes off her apart. Don't pull my weave out. Just tap it. <laughs> Get this bug out. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not trying to be a man making fun of women wrestling. No, I understand Nia Jax is about, is about to, like, probably rip Lana's shoulder out of the socket. But, like, just the still of it, you know? Like, when you take a picture with your friends and you're the one guy with your eye closed. Yeah. Um, 
so Lana hasn't, uh, or Nia Jax hasn't wrestled since September 20th and Lana last May. So it'll be their first uh, matches, uh, uh, since WWE, uh, Mojo Raleigh is going to be on the card facing Lindsay Dorado. So a couple more former WWE guys, mm-hmm. uh, the, the influencers, Madison rain, it's Neil Dashwood are going to take on Chelsea green and Deanna Perrazzo killer cross and Kalisto now known as Samurai del Sol will take on Jonah. So, uh, uh, actually, I'm sorry. It's a triple threat killer cross, uh, Samurai del Sol and Jonah in a triple threat. Uh, Weston Blake and Steve Macklin, of course, they were the Forgotten Sons. Uh, they will take on the Legion of Pain. And also uh, Biff Busick, Busick uh, who used to be Orny Lorcan, is going to take on Mike Bennett. And Dirty Dango, Fandango, is going to take on the man formerly known as No Way Jose. So a lot of former WWE stars in this. And, of course, the main event is Adam Scher against former UFC and Strike Force champion Alistair Overeem. Which oh, I wow. So Overeem yeah. doing a oh, rare Alex wrestling has, match. And because he's really close friends with one of the, uh, was it, the, the Legion of Pain. Yeah. He, he's close yep. friends with one of them, so yep. they talked him into. I got a, I got a meet, I got a meet Alistair Overeem in 2010. Uh, when uh, in 2010, uh, EA Sports worked with uh, worked with Strikeforce to pres- uh, for the EA MMA game. So I got to fly down to St. Louis, uh, got absolutely hammered at, at a at a pre show pre fight party where I, I didn't even make it to Dan Henderson's uh, party. After that, I, I, that's one of my few regrets is getting too drunk to not make it to Dan Henderson's party. But oh. <clears throat> I got to beat Alistair Overeem the night of the fights because he won the title that night, and uh, they were at the the uh, bar we were at. Uh, they had they had, ta- they had the title out on the on the table and everything his honorage there so it was he's pretty cool guy it was, it was cool to meet him i met a ton of fighters that night and uh the legendary jimmy lennon jr as well so it was a it was a fun night back when uh, they worked with strike force wow eventful days ahead we will once again be uh gaming and fighting tonight once again after dynamite on twitch if you haven't done it go ahead and subscribe to our new twitch channel it is brand brand new uh, that may be popping up on some of our other video channels. I know some people get certain notifications and certain things. But for the diehards who are with us all the time, get on this. We're going to be doing yeah, long-form stuff on this. We're going to be doing different things we can't get away with. And the old pescary algorithms of Facebook and YouTube, you can't do that here. We're going to bury your video if it's more than this long. I don't have search terms we like. Uh, but no. Uh Quit bitching, start twitching. Uh, just get on there with this. Uh, let's get into <laughs> our final story of the day here. This one's interesting. Uh, that is a picture of Tommaso Ciampa on the left with Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa is still with WWE, active on the Raw roster, even though I mean, he may not be in the most prominent position. He's still on the show. Uh, and uh, Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano now are out of a contract. Free agents recently celebrated the birth of their first child in February. Uh, they are there at the launch of the recently opened Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind at Walt Disney World. It is a new ride. I understand it is quite the ride. I've seen the ride-through videos of it. Shout out to uh, WDW News Today, a Walt Disney News Report uh, YouTube channel. I highly suggest you go check out their ride-through video. It's really, really cool. It looks a really, really fun ride. The queue is, uh, I heard, heard, could have been a little bit more exciting, but the ride itself is is exciting. And And I do like that all the people that are Florida people in NXT are big Walt Disney nerds, and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of Cardona, Cardona, and yeah, Cardona and Chelsea go there all the time. Yes, yeah. yes, 
Cardona and Chelsea. You talk about them like they lived on the block. I love they do. that. They do. Uh, they do. No, they do. but the, the tweet here from Ciampa was very, very compelling. Yeah. Uh, and he's in this cheat in this tweet. He says, look at me hanging out at Epcot with a couple of jokers, black card. And he, and he tags them. Why is this compelling? He knows what's going on. He's, he's playing the game here. Uh, when was this picture taken? Was this pic- taken today? This could have been taken. If it, if it was taken today, they're, they're probably not going to. Yeah, that was it's a troll. When I, when I started uh, doing a rundown for the show today, which was about two or three hours ago, it was just posted about maybe two hours before you posted it in the, in, in but the picture could have been taken at any time. <laughs> you, 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 over, the right? sun is up in Florida. Any day that ends in Y, you know what I mean? Like, like, I think that's worth noting here. So I uh, could, uh, could he been playing the game and understand that these guys could be popping up on dynamite tonight where they have those two joker slots that are going to be revealed. Uh, I don't know. I, I think know, this, more, I know this, this been, all but guarantees they're not going to be jokers. True. But I mean, but also mm-hmm. I, I, I agree, but who knows? Who knows? Crazier things have happened. But yeah, it's in Houston, uh, Texas tonight, which is the home, uh, the the near home of Athena, by the way. Oh, there we there we go. That would make sense. Uh, and it'd be interesting to see how this plays out. Obviously, what is the future of Gargano and Candice LeRae in professional wrestling? I don't know. They just had a kid. I don't think they're in any rush to get back in the ring. Uh, and I think they're okay with that. Johnny and Candice are active on his Twitch channel. I know they're active with that. They have some merchandise. They've done some signings, I believe, here and there. Um, and But they're not even rushing to get out there in the independent wrestling circuit as well, uh, where they could make it pretty penny if they wanted to for just a handful of matches. Uh, so we'll see how this plays out. We'll, we'll really, really see how this plays out. Uh, and, you know, some people were already talking today. They saw a picture of AJ Lee just looking in shape. And, Shredded. oh, wow, she has to be returning to wrestling. And it was just a picture of her in shape. And I was like, where did you make that connection? That somebody who was, like was working bumps, out right? professionally for oh, their entire adult life, who has, hasn't, you haven't seen them on television, but just because they're still in shape, they have to be wrestling again. Like, um, so Athena keeps on insisting she's not the Joker. Um, it could be It could be. It also could be Maki Ito because she's coming back to the U.S. Um, Tegan Knox is another one. Uh, uh, Rick brought that up uh, when, when we recorded last night. Um, that uh, Nixon Noel could be uh, could be as well. I, I said that really wouldn't be. I don't know if that would be a a pop moment for that Tony Khan always goes after where Athena would be uh Maki Ito would certainly be a big pop uh because uh, people love her so I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say Athena or Maki Ito now at this point some good comments here someone a uh, good reliable source CRC who rides with those solid time thank you so much CRC he goes I feel like it's a returning talent because TK Tony Khan hasn't publicly said there's new debuts you know Tony uh really gets he really loves to drum up when they're going to have a new debut and try and get as many people watching as possible. I think he said debut on busted open today. Okay. And cause my buddy, uh, my podcast co-host Matt black just tweeted out that TK might've misspoke with the word debut. So I think he used the word debut today. Uh, someone saying, what if it's Tessa Blanchard? I, I, I just doubt that. I mean, it'd be crazy if it was Justin, uh, Justin DeMarc saying Bray Wyatt. Uh, if it is will Willem Rotunda, It'd be cool. uh, it would be, it it be, would, be dynamite. Nope. it would it would be surprising it would be very very surprising but i got i guess anything that guy Miro, right now is Miro is Miro is not in town so uh he, i think Miro is out of the country right now so that 
leads me to believe definitely my original pick of Cesaro. Shout out Mark Rutino watching the show from Buffalo. Love the show. Keep it up, guys. Uh, our hearts yeah. with everyone in, in Buffalo right now. The awful tragedy yeah. over the weekend. Uh, great stuff uh, from Anus and Despicable there. Great yeah. stuff from uh, Josh Allen um, and uh, some people up there. Some athletes put together a celebrity softball game and put together a lot of money up there. So that was cool to see. Yeah, uh, I, have, I have some good friends in the Buffalo area and comedy and radio and, and, and communicating with them over the weekend was kind of stressful as well. But feeling for everyone else like that and, you know, support people in tough times like this. We reach out for those charities. Find out how you can help those people. There's a blood drive. There's different things you can do online remotely to help them out as and, well. And apparently Josh Allen just lit a bomb from the plate with in, in the uh, softball game. <laughs> Pat, you know Pat what Mac. I enjoyed? I think I think we shared this just speaking of like celebrity games before we get out of here. It was uh, Dusty Rhodes and some NWA wrestlers in a celebrity basketball game. Oh, TV. yeah. I saw that. Oh, like, I saw it, that clip a few days ago. That was great. Dusty got game, man. It was like NWA Dusty versus was, he some was, other he was taking Dusty taking it to the hole. Yeah, he didn't do any dunce, the, but he was doing oh, some solid the, layups. He was doing layups, some crossovers, some shots, man. Take that ball to the rim. If you will. If you will. <laughs> I'm gonna take I just watched Cody uh Broken Skulls uh literally just got done with that about an hour ago. <laughs> great. great. Isn't great. it great? Yeah, yeah. stories there. Yeah, I'm yeah, so far great. behind on those. So I decided yeah. uh after the Pat McAfee show, I popped uh popped that in. There you go. Well, uh hopefully you pop our show in whenever you did, and I hope we were a good part of today. Yeah, so uh, make sure to uh, uh, subscribe to Twitch. Go to Twitch and search for uh, Sports Key to Wrestling, all one word, and get yourself subscribed. Uh, Mm -hmm. We'll go live. Jose is joining me, I believe, tonight. We'll talk Dynamite. Uh, It's kind of a – it's like a de facto debrief. We're going to talk Dynamite, but at the same time, we're going to game. We're going to start a brand-new GM series uh, where one brand goes against another – and uh, we'll get that all set up and and you guys are in control let me know who to draft let me know what matches to book let me know who to push let me know who's the champion there's a lot of things you can let me know so you can play along with us tonight uh we'll go live shortly after dynamite will be on for about an hour oh i also have something else for you diehards that have watched this whole time oh yeah oh yes uh we're gonna have an interview with the biggest mouth in all of professional wrestling with the wisest mind in all of professional wrestling. The wise man. The wise man. You could say he's the one wise man. Paul Heyman. We will be having an exclusive conversation. (laughs) I didn't know if you're going to ever reveal it or not. I thought I thought once we said wise man, we kind of gave it away. (laughs) Uh, An interview. I got Joe Pesci. (laughs) Yes, Joe Joe Pesci. Pesci. Star of the film, The Super. Uh, yes, uh, yeah, that's what he's be... most known for. Yes, <laughs> very effective plugging. We did this 29 minutes into a 30 minute show. Uh, is yes, we will have Paul Heyman on the channel within the next 48 hours. That interview is going to drop. There's a lot he says in this, and I'm not just saying, Oh, it's juicy, it's beyond juicy. There it's is blood says... on the steak that he yeah. serves up in this interview. Yeah, and he, uh, if you want to hear about our things. Yeah, if you want to hear about this Roman Reigns The Rock dream match that everyone oh wants. Oh god. Scoops key, scoops key potatoes. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, when, <laughs> like like when, when he I said told, that word, when I when he said that one word during that interview, my jaw dropped. That was like what? The, so yeah. y'all need to keep it because stay to stay uh stay subscribe and get your notifications because when it drops, y'all are gonna want to share that. 
Uh, yes, and I can tell the fans, if you're in the Midwest, you want to join us. BMO Harris Bank Center, the radio station we're for, 104.9 The X, the Rockford Rock radio station there. Go to our website, thexrockford.com. That is thexrockford.com. We're giving away tickets to the show. And uh, tomorrow, Paul is going to join me on the radio station. And if you follow me on Twitter, I'll tell you when you can listen and win those tickets live on air. You get some really good tickets if you're listening when you're listening on air. So thexrockford.com, go there, sign up, and try and win yourself some tickets. Thank you guys so much. Remember, join us on Twitch. I know, plug, 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 plug. Remember when watching wrestling, do the most important thing while watching wrestling. Take a deep breath. Calm down. Let it Put go. Put your suitcases down. Don't go anywhere with your suitcases just yet. Calm down and do what? You need to enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk, Talk to them. them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out.